This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Hiya, babe. Say, how about it? Ow! Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie pictures. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Anne Southern. But first, your announcer. Maisie, like the man said, Maisie Revere, Brooklyn. I've been in show business since I was a skinny little kid, and show business is why I look that way. But it's glamorous, exciting, wonderful, and unpredictable. Everything you can think of but profitable. When I'm working at some other job outside of show business, I have an empty feeling in my stomach. But it's only a feeling because there's food in it. When I'm in show business, the feeling is on the level. The only trouble is, in other businesses, people get up in the morning, so I find it hard to get to work on time. I'm working now at Hemingway and Company for Mr. Hemingway, and this morning I'm coming in late again. Hi, Gloria. Hello, Maisie. Boy, are things ever popping around here this morning. What's the matter? Did Mr. Hemingway's head come unbolted? And how, dear? He nearly chewed my arm off up to the elbow. And he's mad at you, too, because you aren't here yet. Oh, well, I left a note last night saying I got here early this morning and was out getting a cup of coffee. Well, this morning he opened the office up and there was your note on his desk. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. How are you going to get out of that? I'll tell him I'm a burglar. Hi, Maisie. Oh, hi, Sam. Hi, Gloria. How's my ignorant little sweetheart? Hello, lovely boy. Mm, yeah, well, I wish they'd move one of you silly dames into the shipping room. There's too much poker too concentrated at these two desks. Well, can I help with a fun... Beautiful. Well, I'll see you gals later. Say, uh, let me know if Mr. Hemingway chops your head off, Maisie. Just remember, I'm the head of the Employees' Grievance Committee. Yeah, and what you say doesn't mean a thing around here. Mm-hmm. Well, I almost forgot. Pop Jenkins told Mr. Hemingway that you'd already been here this morning when he uh, took him up in the elevator. Oh, gee. I hope he doesn't get in a jam on account of me. He's a swell old guy. Yeah. Well, bye, girls. Bye. So long, honey. So long, sweet and stupid. Bye. Gee, Sam's a swell guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's nice. He's sure crazy about you. Oh, he ought to be. I'm nice, too. Miss Rivera, come in here! Oh! Coming, Captain Bly. Uh, well, good morning, Mr. Hemingway. Yes, good morning, Miss Rivera. I hope you slept well this morning. Well, didn't you hear about me being here early today? Yes, from all your friends. I'm sure the work isn't so tiring here that you have to come dragging in at ten o'clock. 
Well, it was only quarter hour. Aha, I cracked you. Uh, uh, now, listen here, Miss Revere. There are three letters I'm looking for, and nobody can find them in our files. Well, what letters are they? They're all from the Kettle, Fitzquilliam, and Potts Engineering Associates. Oh, well, those must have been filed by Shirley, the girl who was here before me. Mm. She always filed by the last name. I already looked under Potts. They're not there. Oh, well, here they are, Mr. Hemingway. Where did you find them? Under engineering? Certainly not. Under associates. Where else? You mean all the letters we have from companies ending in associates are filed together? Well, how would you file those letters? Well, how should I know? That's not my job. Well, then you ought to get an efficiency expert or somebody who does know. Um, by the way, Mr. Hemingway, uh, what is your job here? I am the president of this company. Well, yeah, I know, but you don't do anything. I mean, it seems to me all you do is make chains of paper clips and play with rubber bands and sit in your swivel chair and swim. You miss Revere. The president has a lot of decisions to make. Name a decision. Uh, Well, uh, uh, well, I'm making a decision right now, and I don't think everybody's going to like it. Uh-huh. Notify the entire office force that we'll hold the regular monthly employees meeting in 15 minutes. Yes, Mr. Hemingway. Tell them they can start trembling right now. Yes, sir. And incidentally, Miss Revere, you seem to have trouble hearing when I buzz for you. Oh, well, you know how it is, Mr. Hemingway. Sometimes I, I'm out powdering my nose or getting a candy bar or chatting by the water cooler. Yes. <laughs> Miss Revere, I believe you said you worked as a car hop at a drive-in restaurant, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did. This is your new buzzer. Oh. What are you up to, Maisie? I haven't any idea, Gloria, except that it must be something awful. Oh? I heard him laughing in his office. Well, kiddies, who's he going to put in the pot this time? Maybe says she doesn't know. Quiet, please. Quiet. Oh, shut up. Oh. Employees of the Hemingway Company and fellow workers. (laughs) I want to announce that the $10 prize for the best suggestion of the month goes to Maisie Revere. Who, me? Oh, no. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. And wait till you hear what it is. Miss Revere pointed out that our happy little office is run very sloppily. Oh, well. And suggested that I hire an efficiency expert to come in and look you all over. Oh, but Mr. Hemingway, I don't... Quiet. I have taken Miss Revere's suggestion, and a man will soon be here watching every move everybody in this office makes. I told him to chop out the dead wood, to let the heads fall where they may, no matter how long a person has been around here. I'm going to have an efficient office if I have to get rid of everybody. Thank you for the suggestion, Miss Revere. And here is your ten dollars. Oh, Mr. Hemingway, I really didn't mean You to... certainly did, oh. and you deserve this. That is all, fellow workers. And so until next month's meeting, when there may not be as many happy faces here, farewell. Or should I say goodbye? Congratulations, Maisie. I hope you and your ten bucks will be very happy. Now, wait a minute, Gloria. I didn't do anything. No. You just betrayed us, that's all. And after the way I lied for you this morning, too, the efficiency expert will fire me. I know he will. 
I do the best I can, but I can't help it if I forget to stop the elevator at the top once in a while. Lucy, I'm sorry, Pop. Oh, this is terrible. You get fired for the least little thing. Gloria? Sam? You know I'm innocent. You know I'm not the crumb type. I don't wish to converse with any face. Will you go back to work, sweetie Pooh? I'll talk to Maisie. Go on, everybody get back to work. Well, I don't think it was fair at all. Well, Maisie, you did a great job. Anybody else could only get two or three people in trouble, but you, oh, you've got talent. You put the whole office in the stew pot. Oh, leave me alone. I didn't do it on purpose. Poor old pop. You practically fired him, and he isn't the greatest elevator operator in the world, but he's a sweet old guy, and he needs that job, Maisie. Yeah, he doesn't get very much either. A little salary and his commission from the numbers game, the baseball, football, and basketball pools, and his cut from the bookie he takes bets for. Poor old pop. But, but gee, Sam, maybe the efficiency expert won't fire him. Why, of course he'll fire him. He'd be a jerk if he didn't. Yeah, the sweet old guy's the worst elevator operator in town. Pop will never get a job anywhere else. That's just it. No one else but Hemingway and company would be stupid enough to have him. Oh, I've ruined his whole life. Oh, Sam, I hate myself. Oh, Maisie, I hate you too. Oh, sure enough. No belt or suspenders. What could be more efficient than buttoning your pants to your coat? Well, I'll handle it. What are you going to do? Well, he hasn't seen Mr. Hemingway yet. I'm going to offer him the $10 prize money plus another 10 bucks of my own if he'll go away and stay away. Oh, well, here, Maisie. I'll kick in 10 bucks too. Oh, no, I couldn't take it, Gloria. Oh, go on, please, Maisie. I want to do it to help Pop. Well, okay, Gloria. Well, here goes. If he's efficient, he'll take the 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Hemingway and Company. What am I supposed to do now? Make a speech? No, no. I just wanted to tell you we're glad to have you here, and we, we hope you enjoy your stay with us. Hooray. Um, you're very efficient. You, you don't waste any words, do you? No. Hey, you're quite a dish, aren't you? Yeah. I don't waste any words either. Hey, what are you doing tonight, baby? I'm avoiding you. I came over to ask you how much you make an hour. Oh, it depends on what I'm doing. Well, how would you like to make $60 an hour huh? for a half an hour? What do I have to do? Just get lost. Get out of here and don't come back. Yeah, but now, I... Now, here's the I... $30. Now, just go out that door and disappear. I don't want to see you again. Yeah, but, 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 but... Go on, take your motorboat and go. But... And incidentally, in case you hadn't noticed... But... Your mouth is open. Yeah, goodbye. Well, the office can relax now. Good work, Maisie. He's gone and he won't be back. Oh, it's worth it. Say, have you seen a guy around here? Oh, wearing his pants button to his coat? Yeah, yeah, where is he now? Well, that was the efficiency expert and we got him to leave. Hey, you're crazy. That was the guy who was going to pay me 20 bucks he owed me. Maisie. Oh, no. <laughs> The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern, will continue in just a moment. 
the man, Gloria. He's been in Mr. Hemingway's office for 15 minutes already. Well, what did he look like? Well, he's wearing horn-rimmed glasses with lenses that look like they came out of a flashlight. No. He's sort of handsome in an innocent way, and he's got an Adam's apple big enough to bake. Sounds sort of cute. Well, I'm going to do my best to completely snafu that guy. <laughs> Darn that horn. Well, I guess I get to meet the guy now. Don't do anything I well, please, Gloria, don't limit me. This is catch as catch can and no holds barred. Ah, Miss Revere. Allow me to present our efficiency expert, Mr. Herbert Prink. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Prink. Welcome to Hemingway and Company. Oh, my goodness. I mean, how are you? Well, since you asked, Mr. Prink, I'm over 21, healthy and unmarried. Oh, my goodness, yes, I can... So you're just bursting with health. Well, not all of it's health. Uh, Mr. Prink, those are rather heavy lenses in your glasses. Perhaps they over-magnify Miss Revere's glamour. Perhaps so. <laughs> Pardon me, but have either of you noticed that it's become rather warm in this room? Oh. Uh, <clears throat> we'll go over some of Mr. Prink's preliminary suggestions. Oh, yes, I have them written down right here. Uh, one? Yeah. Uh, there are... Fourteen typewriters in the office, only six in use at a time. Get rid of eight typewriters. Oh. Yes, eight typewriters. Yes. Two. The same tray can be used for outgoing and incoming mail. Incoming mail will be turned sideways. Well, sideways? <laughs> brain work, that's what it is. Real brain work. Yes. Three. Uh, too much time is lost walking down the hall to the candy, soft drink, and cigarette machines. They will be put in the office. Uh, four. Oh, never mind, Prink. Miss Revere, please copy these preliminary recommendations. What do you think of them? Well, five. They're very interesting. <laughs> and six, I suggest they be carried out immediately. And seven, I suggest that Mr. Prink take me out to lunch so I can tell him anything he wants to know about the office boy. <laughs> I brought my own lunch, Miss Revere. Much cheaper and much more efficient. Oh. I'd be delighted to share it with you, though. Well, thank you. Uh, any more suggestions, Miss Revere? Yes, eight. I suggest you hire a dog catcher with a net to scoop up the people who are going to go nuts around here before this thing is over. Well, shall we have lunch here on my desk, or will it be cozier in the mimeograph room? I... I think I feel safer. <laughs> that is, I feel better out here in the open. Oh, well, suit yourself. Uh, Tell me, um, how are you finding the employees work? Oh, very inefficient, Miss Revere. And that elevator operator. Oh, oh, Pop's a sweet old guy. What's wrong with him? One, 
He doesn't know how to run the elevator. Well, he's only been at it 17 years. Besides, he threatened me. When I admitted I was the efficiency expert, he said, remember, you've got to come back down with me again. Well, you're not very efficient or you would have brought a parachute. Um, Mr. Pink. Uh-huh. Did anybody ever tell you you were a handsome man? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, once in college. But uh-huh. She was an exceedingly unattractive girl and a sociology major. Uh, will you have a, a ham and turkey sandwich with Russian dressing? Oh, yeah, thank you. Let me see what you look like without your glasses there. No, no, don't you give them back to me. I can't see a thing without them. Where are you? Right here in front of you. Just put your arms out and walk forward. (laughs) You lucky boy. Uh All right. In in this direction. Mr. Prince, if you're walking any closer, you'll be behind me. (laughs) My goodness, I'm surprised at you. Putting your arms around a strange girl in broad daylight. Miss Revere, you, you let go of me. You're making me feel ticklish all over. Now, stop it. Well, all um, right, Herbert, there. Oh. Now, do you feel better oh. now? I know I'm running a temperature. Where's my sandwich? Where are my glasses? Well, here's your sandwich. Yes. Oh. Don't you even like me a little bit, Mr. Prince? Yes, it's just a, you're so distracted. Hello, Maisie. Yes. Oh, hello, Gloria. Uh, Gloria Grouch, may I present uh, Herbert Pink? Hello, dream boy. Hello. Where are you? Right here in your arms. Oh, no, not another one. Well, congratulations, <laughs> Mr. Pink. You're being discovered by the opposite sex. Oh, Herbert. Oh, you're wonderful. I don't even know you. Well, take my word for it. She's no sociology major. Hey, what's going on here? Uh-oh. Quick, Herbert, put on your glasses. Say, Gloria, in view of the fact that you are slightly engaged to me, Stop I feel it. that I deserve the courtesy of some kind of an explanation, even if it's only a lie. Well, darling... Your glasses are on upside down, Herbert. Oh, oh thank you. I wondered why everybody was standing on his head. Say, I'll see you about this later, Prink. Huh? Don't like anybody stealing my girl in such plain sight. Oh. It reflects on my character. Well, I don't... I'm going to kiss him before I go out to lunch. Here, Herbert. Oh, no, 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 please don't. <laughs> there, you wonderful man. Oh, boy. Next. Goodbye, Herbert. No, really, Miss Revere, I can't. <laughs> there. Next. I pass. Hey, hey, look at Herbert. He's keeling over. I've had compliments before, but that's the best yet. Hello? It's me, Gloria. Is everybody doing the things that Herbert recommended? And did Sam put those vending machines right next to Mr. Hemingway's office? Yeah, it's all done, Maisie. Ah, well, what's our expert doing now? What was he doing when you saw him last? Sort of wandering around the office with a happy smile on his face and a glazed look in his eyes. Last well, time, boy. He's still on cloud nine. Ah, oh, well, I'll give him one more treatment. Tell him he's wanted on the phone, but don't say it's me. Okay. Herbert! Phone, darling. Oh, brother. I can't wait to read his report. It's some woman. <laughs> Hello? Oh, um, I see. Uh, are you there, dear boy? 
Yes, I'm, I'm here all right. Now, I know this is frightfully rude of me, but I, I chanced to be looking into the office from across the street when, when you were kissing those secretaries. <laughs> that was a bit of all right, don't you know? <laughs> you were awfully charming about it, really. Well, I am Lady Cathcart Rubblesworth de Quincy, but uh, you may call me Fanny. <laughs> you wouldn't be feeling playful around cocktail time, would you? Dear goodness, my mother never told me there'd be days like this. I really can't talk to you now. I'm busy. Oh, well, oh, do keep thinking of me. There's a good chap. And I'm sure we'll dash into each other somewhere. Toodaloo. Well. If that guy gets up and makes a good, solid report, I'm going to turn in my resignation as a woman. All right, Mr. Prink, let's have the report. Hey, Mr. Prink. Prink. Oh, excuse me. Oh, oh. <clears throat> Well, Mr. Hemingway, um, I have surveyed the situation here, and I believe that it would be possible to make a good many efficiency-improving changes. Uh, Mr. Brink, excuse uh, me for interrupting. I don't mind your looking at me, but please focus your eyes. Oh. Don't roll them back every time you look at Miss Revere, either. It's very disconcerting. And Mr. Hemingway doesn't like to be disconcerted, do you, Mr. Hemingway? Uh, no, I do. Yes. Bars. It's a holder. What in the name of heaven was that? Well, that was the candy bar machine, Mr. Hemingway. Herbert says it's lots more efficient there. Well, I don't want it there. Take it back where it was. But it's not efficient there, Mr. Hemingway. Take that candy machine back down the hall. But, Mr. Hemingway... That is all. Uh, now, back to your report, man. Uh, where was he, Maisie? In dreamland. No, oh, you know what I mean. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Um... Probable to make a got many something improving charges. Oh, no, that's all wrong. Herbert, dear, I only take shorthand. I don't read it. Hey, Miss Revere, don't cross your legs again, or Mr. Prink is going to keel right over. Yes, sir. How about that, Herbert? <laughs> oh, get on with the report, man. Get on with it. What's going on out there? Well, that's the soft drink machine, Mr. Hemingway. It's more efficient there, and besides, you can tell whenever somebody's getting a drink. Get that machine out of here! Now, Mr. Hemingway, a man gets thirsty running up and down on that elevator. I want it back down the hall tomorrow. Now get back and keep piloting your elevator. Okay. Uh, all right, Prink, up to it. Now say everything slowly and distinctly, and think of me. No! Come in, darn it! You know, we're using only one tray for incoming and outgoing mail. Yes, yes, what happened? The office boy took all the incoming mail and mailed it out again by mistake. Oh, no, 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 no. Had the incoming mail been turned sideways? Oh, yes, I'm sure of it. Well, we had a lot of square mail today, and square letters don't have any sideways. Go back to the old system. Oh, thank you. Goodbye, Herbert. Well, say something, Prink. Glorious pretty, isn't she? Let me see those notes you've got there, Brink. This is the only way we'll ever get through. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, it's my personal opinion. You're about as efficient as an ox cart with a flat wheel. You're one. No good. 
Two, one, one. Three, four, five. No, 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 no. Gee, is he striking out that fast? Aren't there even any foul balls? No. What's this here? Sick Transit Gloria, wow. Nothing, just an observation. Who did you find was the least efficient person here? Me. Yeah. And next comes you. Me? Prink, I don't agree with a single recommendation you made here. Not one. Wait a minute. I take that back. Just one. What's that? He mentioned somebody who's a disturbing influence here. Oh, who's that? You. Oh, no. Miss Revere, this is one recommendation I'm taking. You're fired. Well, if it feels that way, I resign. Everything in there? Well, I'm fired. But at least we're saving poor old Pop from getting fired and going to the poor house. Hey, girls. Girls, there's a guy by the name of Pop Jenkins work here. I understand he does a little bookmaking and so forth. Yeah. Who are you? I'm from the Bureau of Internal Revenue. Last year, Pop Jenkins banked $32,000 from his pools and bookie business and didn't pay any tax. Oh, holy smoke. I guess poor old Pop we knocked ourselves out for was the richest man well, don't worry, Gloria. When this guy gets through with him, he'll be poor old Pop again. <laughs> In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie. For a change, the only advances my boss made were in my salary. Hemingway and Company went back to running just the way it had before I came along. Except that Herbert Prink has given Sam a lot of competition for Gloria. A funny thing happened the day I left. The guy I gave the 30 bucks to came back and returned the money. He couldn't figure out why I paid him that much to get out and stay out. And it preyed on his mind and worried him till he had to come back and find out. Well, what would you think? Well, you'd never believe what I'm doing now. I'm going to a psychiatrist every day. Think I'm having my head examined? No, he's having his. I'm giving him scalp treatment, and you can call me hair, Dr. Revere. Come on, Pete, let's get going. See you late for the appointment, yeah? Just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern. Maisie was written by John L. Green. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Frank Nelson, Hans Conried, Lorene Tuttle, Sheldon Leonard, Earl Lee, and Sidney Miller. John Heaston speaking. Yeah.